Welcome back to the Simicol Network. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And welcome to the conclusion of our Black History Month celebration as we did Matt's pick. Matt, what did you pick this week? No, it's my pick. Hi, I'm Honto. Honto, what did you pick this week? Across on 110th Street from 1972. Okay, had anybody seen this before? Yes. I've seen it one other time. Okay, so the movie came out in 1972. I could not find a budget for it. Do you want to guess how much it made domestically? Uh, 40 million. Okay. I'll say 20 million. Okay, it made ten million. Okay, uh, that's <clears throat> domestic. I, I don't think it was a worldwide thing. What do you think it had on RT? That's short for Rotten Tomatoes. I think it has a eighty-two percent. I think it has a seventy-three percent. It has an eighty percent. Well cool. done. Nice. Okay. Well, Hanto, why should I talk about our history with this? Why did you pick this? I watched it once, and I wanted to watch it again for the for the month. Solid, solid. <laughs> no, it's actually. I mean, this is like this a, is the most robotic start to an episode ever. By the way, it's also like eight p.m. after a work day, and I'm tired. Okay, cool. Watch this one out. And that's, my, and that's, and that's <laughs> who my, are these surrogates that have taken over? And, and that's my history with the movie. Oh, cool. No, I saw it once. I think it was back in the Netflix mail days. The oh mail. really? Yeah, I think I did. Rented. That last very long. It's the still mail. going. I mean, yeah, I know it's still going. It's still going. Yeah, it was still, if you, if you get like the whatever it is, like the bigger Netflix uh, subscription, you can like still you pay get fifteen dollars a month or something. You get like one. Yeah, mail on. which is and it's any movie. Well, they it's like it's also like movies that movie. aren't streaming, which is awesome. Yeah, and I feel like they need to put those movies on their streaming. Service. I think I would only rent movies that are streaming. I would get those in the mail. But how long did this? How long did this last for you guys? Like, because I feel like this. Uh, I this, think uh, the DVDs to home. I don't know. Was it in yeah. mail? What's it called? It's just like the mail in, like mail in mail rentals, mail rentals, mail mail rentals, mail rentals. Yeah, yeah you rent uh, the mail rental service. No, I think it lasted up until maybe about two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Because I actually do remember when they started the streaming service, and one of the first shows I watched when it streamed was Sliders. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh you? Oh no no! You mean Jerry Sliders? Jerry, starring Jerry Sliders. Starring Jerry Sliders from Scream Two. Oh, of course. Um, the reason I first got Netflix was I really wanted to watch the movie Toxic Avenger, and I could not find it anywhere, and I didn't have it Blockbuster. So I looked up Netflix, and then I signed on, and they didn't have they didn't have it to stream, but they had Newcom High. Oh, okay. And so Nukem I watched Nukem High. While I waited for Toxic Adventure to come to me. I like how this turned into a what's your history with this movie across 110th Street 2. I got it because I got Netflix because of Toxic Adventure. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Matt, so. what's your history with this movie? No, uh, Chris got it and like I remember like the first The question was like how long did you do the in mail the mail oh, gotcha. movie service? Right. The mail DVD service, yes. mail rental service. Oh my! Somebody else. Whatever for a it's minute. called. Wait, launched in like, like what, it launched in what like two thousand. Yeah, but how long did you have it? Like until the streaming. I think the streaming. Yeah, I really because I can only remember like a few. Like I actually had that came in the mail. Right. And I watched. I remember getting like the, the two DVDs in the mail. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can only think of like a, there's like a, uh, a handful of movies that I remember like getting in the mail to watch. Gotcha. Um, I remember getting them all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just a few years. My history with this movie, though, is uh, it's one. Of, it's in my top. I'd probably say thirty favorite songs of all time. Oh yeah, this song is awesome. Uh, my in the past two years on my like songs you play on Spotify, that yeah. has been in my top ten both years. Yeah. I played the hell out of that song. And it's weird because like they actually have a different version of that song in the opening credits. Man, of the this song. movie started and I was livid because oh, yeah. I had never seen this pissed. movie. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "What's this?" And that's yeah. like, "Oh, it's a different version for this movie." I was like, "This isn't the I think version." It's I know. the original version, isn't it? 
I don't I, know. I don't really know the history of the song. I thought the song you have the re- you, both of you have the record. Yeah. I don't. I tried to buy no. it off both of you at one point. No, you I don't it. have the record because I just bought it today. Did you just buy it today? I did. Where'd you Spoiler alert! You have two copies now. No, I don't. I don't have it. We talked about it a couple weeks or months ago. I think you do have this. And you yeah. said that you're like, yeah, I have it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you already <laughs> have it. <laughs> no! <laughs> now that's what happens when you buy. How many copies of that Tim Matheson movie do you have? That giant. How many? How many copies <laughs> Dude, of giant my, do you? I think own on my fifth copy vinyl? of uh, was it Wicked Raft Summer? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. He's kind of like those those uh, record stores you go to, and it's like eight copies of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, that's Haunted's record collection. So is the version that we so fondly know. Uh, on the actual LP, I think that's the yeah. It, I think it is. It there's, is? there's actually two co- there's two um versions not of two it? not two copies of the record that I own potentially, <laughs> but there's two versions of the song on the there's one at the beginning one at the uh, end of the track list. Okay, yeah, and that's because it's th- it's yeah. across the 110th Street like theme two is like the the title of the track. Oh, is the one so, that we know so well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hanto talked about the cast and the crew. So this movie was directed by Barry Shear, and I don't know what else he's done. Other than he directed basically a bunch of episodes of The Man from Uncle and The Girl from Uncle. Okay. I think he was a big TV director. There was a spinoff? Like, yeah, there was oh. The Girl from Uncle. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the movie stars Anthony Quinn as Captain Matelli, and we previously saw him in Last Action Hero. Which, me and Matt discussed, that's the only movie I've ever seen him in outside of this movie. Yeah, yeah Chris think, was asking me, he's like, what Anthony Quinn movies? He, I feel like he's been in a lot. Same here, and then I, I looked him up. I, never, I, yeah, I looked him up, and I haven't seen anything except for this. Matt, do you know was, what else he's in? Oh, yeah, man. Um, Revenge with Kevin Costner, which okay. I don't remember. I don't know. My that. favorite movie of his is Guns and Amarone. Oh, okay. I've never, I've never seen it. Uh, he's in Jungle Fever, and... Oh, he is in Jungle Fever. Yeah, okay. I've seen him in River's Edge. That was good. River's Edge, Okay. Yeah, the the uh, River Phoenix. Yeah, uh, no. Or Keanu Reeves. No, it's an older. It's like a, fi- I think it's from the fifties. Guns oh, of San Sebastian is a really gotcha. good movie. It's you're a, thinking of my own private Idaho. No, there's a movie really called good. River's Edge with Keanu. Yeah, River's Edge from the fifties, from okay. fifty seven. Cool. Um, with yeah, Keanu Reeves. I mean, he's like what he's known with like uh, for bigger stuff is like La Strada and Lawrence of Arabia and stuff like oh, that. Okay, like the big kind of. Epic or older, old yeah. Hollywood movies, and then we also have Yafet Kodo, uh, starring as Le- Lieutenant Pope. We know him from Alien, Live and Let Die, and previous episode Freddy's Dead. And he is Matt pointed out like towards the end of movies, like he's not really in this movie. Really, and I think he has some fucking killer lines in this movie. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's not in, in it. it a lot. Yeah, it's kind of weird. This movie's kind of uh, it's heavy on the uh, the criminal side. It lacks main characters. Everybody kind of gets equal screen you time have, in this you movie. Have, you have three stories going on pretty much. Yeah. Which is like following the three robbers. You got the the two cops, and then you got the mobsters chasing after the robbers, basically. Yep. Next up, we have Anthony... I can't pronounce his last name. It's uh, Frank Chiosa. Frank Chiosa. Starring as Nick DeSalvio. He's like the basically the main uh, mobster chasing after okay. the robbers. I know him, and I actually realized that... Was this the guy that was in the mafia? Yeah, it's okay. the guy that's like hunting them down, basically. Okay, gotcha. Uh, he's in Tenebre, which I didn't realize. Yeah, until, I didn't. Why, I, what is that? I can't think of it. It's a Dark Angel. Oh, okay. Yeah, killer soundtrack. Not really one of my favorites of his. Okay, I can't really get into that movie. Oh, really? It's got a some brutal kill scenes. Oh, in the it. the whole ending sequence. Oh, yeah, is pretty the, bonkers. Uh, missing uh, missing arm scene. Yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah. 
yeah, like anime blood in that. Oh in that man, it's pretty intense. We have uh, Paul Benjamin starring as Jim Harris. He's basically the lead robber who the movie is focusing on. This movie, and I know him from Hoodlum. He was in Do the Right Thing, which is literally two episodes ago. Yep. And then we have Antonio Fargus, who was one of the other guy. I think he was the driver. Henry J. Jackson. He was in a, basically he was known for a lot of black exploitation films. He was in, which is Shaft, Cleopatra Jones, Foxy Brown. And then he was also in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Okay. There's a lot of faces in this movie as we were watching it. I was like, I know that person. Yeah, I know that person. Yeah. So we just couldn't like actually place what that person was from. Burt Young was in the beginning. He actually doesn't have any uh, speaking lines, but he was in the Rocky, uh, the Rocky yeah. franchise as Uncle Polly. Yeah, I was expecting him to be in it uh, yeah. more than just the opening scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have been his like first movie or something. But then the, the biggest one that I looked up, uh, Gilbert Lewis, who played Chevy, and he was the guy guarding the door in the the doc docks okay like the main black henchman or uh, a yeah. mobster he was in peewee's playhouse as the king of cartoons i don't oh, remember right. see i never watched peewee's playhouse. I, I watched really? it I was out. Too, i'm too young of... i'm too young to have watched okay oh, yeah, bro, i, watch I just watched time. this like a year ago watching they, they were, really? yeah, yeah i didn't watch them as a kid but, i watched yeah. uh the christmas special when they released on netflix recently okay. it was actually bringing back a lot of memories oh really so we had watched um or we had watched um, there's a lot of people in this movie that are in Live and Let Die. There is like oh yeah four people I think that were in Live and Let Die. There was obviously Yafakoto. Yeah, and then there was a girl. Her name was Rosie. Okay. In Live and Let Die, uh, she plays another agent. In Live okay. And Let Die. Is she the one that gets basically murked? She's like a Bond girl, but then gets murked. And Living Let Die, yeah. Gloria Hendry is okay. her name. And then there was two other faces just like looking. We're like, oh, that guy's for... Like, it was really weird yeah. seeing how many people were in it from that. I think it's... Living Let Die was made like directly after this movie. Oh, this it was. was. Is Living Let Die that in early 70s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I guess uh, it is. It's, yeah. his, it's could, his first outing as Bond. Is it, is it could, really like 73, 74? You could tell by Robert, uh, Roger Moore's bell bottoms as he's walking or oh, running right. across his uh, yeah. alligators. Because like Diamonds Are Forever, I think is 71. 71, okay. yeah. That's Sean Connery's last. Yeah, that's his last yeah. one. Because they're all they're like for a while they're like every odd numbered year, and then yeah. I think seventy three is Live and Let Die, which is Roger Moore's first outing. As I wonder Bond. what the would do me a favor and look up who the writer is of this film and the producers because I just want to see if there's a connection to Live and Let Die at all as far as if they well were. the casting was Marion Doherty. Oh, you yeah, you've mentioned her. Yeah, who was a uh, big casting director back in the day. There's a really cool documentary about her if you guys ever get yeah. a chance to watch it. We, but it's insane how like how much involvement she had like with, across the ages basically. Yeah, it's really crazy and like just different movies and like That's awesome. certain roles in certain movies and like I'm, uh, I mean, in Hollywood, she got a lot of respect, but outside of Hollywood, nobody really knew who she was. Yeah. And it's been a major push to get casting director as oh, an Oscar, as, a, as an Oscar nom, yeah. next, and and including you know, off topic, but stunt doubles. Yeah, definitely uh, stunt doubles. Stunt doubles, man. When they need an Oscar too. Yeah. No, you mean like stunt? When you say yeah, stunt doubles, it just sounds weird to me for some yeah. reason. Yeah stunt team or whatever um i looked up his, the writer it was written by luther davis but i'm not really seeing a lot of stuff any connection um, okay he just basically has a lot of stage play uh credits okay that's pretty much all i have for cast okay let's go ahead and dive right into this movie this is a kind of a hard movie to talk about any more difficult than do the right thing in hollywood shuffle i think so yeah i do i think this is the hardest out of the three hmm. to talk about so the movie opens up. The, the opening scene is the best part of this movie, I think. The first, like, 10, 15 minutes. This movie starts off, is it's a banger right away. And, well, Matt, you want to go ahead and set the scene for me, what goes on? 
<laughs> cool. I'm going to jump on. Jump I'm, okay, out. I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. I'm going to jump off that ship. Spoiler alert. I did not like this movie at all. Okay. That's why I'm kind of um, struggling to talk about it. I, I don't want to say it right away. I was super bored with this movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought and it was pretty excellent. I think the only thing I liked was the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes. Uh, or like the last like. Okay, so 20. what did you like about what did you like about this first ten minutes? We don't need to set this up for the audience. Well, it's, the, it's basically like it's, well, no, it's basically the, the the huge push for the rest of this movie. It's a, basically the uh, the Harlem gang and then the Italian mafia meeting up to what is it? They, they they it's all the collection of money that they're getting and they're yeah, it's like their cut basically. Yeah, they're all getting their cut and then what's his name? Uh, Paul Benjamin and his crew are the guys they dress up as policemen and they basically rob and kill. All the all the people involved. Okay, because basically that's the plot of the movie is this money goes missing and you got like the cops going after it and the mafia going after it. So um, that's where I kind of fall off because I feel like nothing happens in this movie after this awesome beginning scene. So we're, well, like, we're, so let me and then it sounds like let me ask you this because it sounds like what you have is you had expectations at to a certain point. So what was your, oh, what were so what were your expectations for the movie to be as good as the first ten minutes? I don't know. It, I think it, nothing what, like, really way, happens. Way to really branch on, like... Well, I just don't think anything happens in this like, movie. Well, I mean, like, uh, like, tell me more. Like, what did you want to happen in this movie? What did you expect was going to happen in this movie? I just thought it was going to... I don't know. I, I'm not trying to be a jerk when I say this. I just thought it was going to be interesting. I feel like not like not much happens. It's just people walking around questioning it's a, It's basically, there's, like, all kinds of tug, tug of wars going on, pretty much. You got, like... The uh, the trio of criminals trying to escape the basically Harlem. They're trying to get out and start a new life because nothing's going on for them whatsoever. And then you have the mafia who's basically trying to get the money back. And it's kind of like it's kind of weird because there's a whole play on uh, black and white throughout this entire movie. Okay, yeah, yeah you, which is a big even game. even yeah. with the even with the cops, you got a white racist officer who's partnered with Yafet Koto, who's a black kind of up and comer. And but Anthony Quinn has to follow his lead basically, which he's mm-hmm. not really into. Yeah. yeah. And then with the mafia, it's basically uniting the Italian mafia and the Harlem, the Harlem mobsters basically. I was about to say Harlem Globetrotters, but uh, but yeah, it's like uniting them to like kind of go after their yeah. their, their money. Basically, it's like the parallel storylines you have going on mm-hmm. with uh, race relations on both sides. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you. Both have like those two characters. You have your fat Kodo and um, Anthony Quinn. No, the uh, oh. what's the the mob? The mob oh, enforcer um, from uh, Tenebrae. It's uh, Nick DeSalvio, or it's uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but yeah, Nick DeSalvio is the character. But they're both like, I would say those these two are the leads. I wouldn't say Anthony Quinn, Quinn is really the lead. Yeah, of this he's movie. kind of like um, he's, he's more of he's, a side character. He's booked. Uh, he's he's like the lead, like basically casted first, yeah. as the lead. But I feel like both those two characters are trying to make a point because in the story, you know, Yafa like Koto is like the up and comer. They're right? kind of both up and well, yeah. And then right? um, uh, what's his name? The Nick DeSalvio is basically married into the mob and is trying to make a name for himself, essentially. Yeah. And that's why he's like going after these guys so he can get his name. They're like both. Street cred, basically. It's like they're both very motivated characters. Yeah. As opposed to like Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn's not really motivated. He's just kind of no. He's just he's been in the force for X amount of years. I think he tells us that he's old like every scene. Yeah. Or like it's somebody he, says he's old. He's like I'm not old. Well, it's and either then, it's either he says he's old or he's punching somebody on his way out of the door. Basically. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's why I feel like in I guess I'm not gonna try to jump to the end of the movie, but that's why like when the ending does happen, this big reveal at the end. 
I'm like, okay, well, I didn't really learn who his character was, so it's really not that big of a deal. I, this is the only thing I do not like about this movie. Yeah, I it's, do it's not weird. like the ending. It's weird, right? It's a very weird ending. And so I, set up the ending to what happens. Well, the last few minutes is they're being, uh, they're chasing... Well, Paul Benjamin, okay, so Paul Benjamin is the last man standing because the mafia has already killed off the other two involved in the in the in the robbery. And so it's like all points are converging, mafia and police are converging on his like location, which is at this abandoned warehouse, what have you. The mafia arrives first and Paul Benjamin uh basically gets into a, like a massive shootout and ends up killing almost every mobster and then it's him Versus the cops, not really, but it's him basically running away from the cops in the yeah. last climatic sequence. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of like there's nowhere else to go for him. Well, I know, but I mean, I'm talking about the, like, the very last scene. Is, the very, very last scene is Anthony Quinn dying holding hands with the effect Kodo. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes a point where it's like... He kind of he, he he, he like, turned a new leaf at the very end. Uh, not at the very end, but when they reveal to the driver's wife... Yeah. Basically, when they go to deliver the news that he died, mm-hmm. yeah. and then the offense code is basically like, oh, he died in an accident. Not. Like, I just don't think Anthony. Murdered. It doesn't make sense that Anthony Quinn dies in this movie. Well, I was gonna say because he kind of he's racist towards everybody, no matter what color you know what color. He's just a racist cop and hates yeah. almost everybody. But when they deliver the news to the the wife, he begins to kind of like turn a new leaf. But I think what happens is like they kind of hint this backstory with Doc, who's like the the Harlem mafia or the leader of the Harlem mafia, that he's kind of like in league with him, or he's kind of been taking bribes for years. Okay, but it's kind of like a theme in this movie that I was kind of try, I, I was starting to see like this trend basically that Anthony Quinn might be so hateful because he's like a white man in the pocket mm. of this Harlem mafia, this, yeah, this black like leader. Okay. He's basically like the, his slave essentially is what they're trying to oh, that's say. Interesting. Okay. So it's like, I think he's just kind of hateful because of that. And mm. by the end, he kind of turns, he does like a, a three or a one eighty. I thought I was going to yeah. do a three sixty. Yeah. He's, he's back, back around to being racist, but yeah, he does like a one eighty, and it's just kind of like too late by, by the I end. just, I yeah. wish I would have liked this movie more. I wish or, it, I wish I would have liked it enough to be like, Oh man, like, I love that, that character. Like, I wish, I don't know. I wish there was, I, I, I think the cinematography is great in this movie. I like the acting. I like the actors, blah, blah, blah. I just think the writing is just, it's the, it's, okay. It, but for me, what like, I don't like about this ending, I like this movie a lot, but what I, I don't like the ending because the ending just doesn't fit because I don't feel anything for Anthony Quinn. I think, yeah. Cause and I was, I feel that like when he's holding hands with the effect Kodo and that's like the last image. Yeah. It's the message is so heavy. Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, that's not really what I was getting at with like watching I don't think between I, these two characters interacting with each other. I don't even, I wasn't watching like a tennis, like, yeah, it was more like the struggle or the, it's like him trying to, regain his humanity or whatever i don't feel like either character got the other one yeah for them to hold hands at the end of this movie and be like oh no like no if anything like don't kill anthony quinn off and all of a sudden these two are partners and they have to work with each other right right you know what i mean i think it it all continue that and then there that message is still there it's just it's just such a like a it's goofy too the way it's done one anthony quinn gets shot in the temple and I feel like if you got sniped in the temple, you're done. You're out. But he manages to kind of like look at him and be like grunt and like walk towards him. Like, what's going on, dude? And on top, I, and on top of this is like, how would any of the that entire roof is filled with cops? Like nobody yeah. would be like, I would. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I feel like all of them would run over to the guy that just got like who just sniped them. Like. It's yeah. It, I just feel like it's just made very weird at the end, and then it cuts to, like a weird like flash um, or like still frame. I know that you know what I'm talking about. It's a very weird like thing of them holding hands. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know. I know, but I'm talking about that still frame they do on it is very goofy, I, very yeah. dated. It, but that it's like it's trying to push that message. But I feel like I know, and it's, for me, it's like. I would have understood it more if these characters would have got each other, and they didn't get each other. No. So by the end, it just looks like it's like, oh man, like Yafet Koto's like good riddance. Like you are a, you're kind of a piece of shit anyway. Yeah. It's like you kind of made your own bed. No, I agree, hundred percent. So talk about things that you like about this movie. Because I want to counter back with you about. I mean, because I've told you what I didn't like about it. So what do you think? Why is this a great movie? So like each movie that we've done for this month, or you know, the we did do the right thing. Harlem Shuffle and then this. They all have these Hollywood. like or Hollywood Shuffle, sorry. Uh Harlem Shuffle. Yeah. Um they all have this like kind of um storytelling device where they're just constantly jumping around in in time. Yeah, that's very and similar. This yeah. one is also the same where it's jumping around in different like vignettes almost, like vin, vin or you know, like different Episodic stories. almost. Episodic yeah, yeah. Different different stories are being told you're following like several different characters or whatever i think they did it very well in this movie i kind of liked how they kept transitioning to it was almost like it's basically like they lit a fuse and it's like waiting to explode so well, see and i like that but i felt like it jumped around too much that i felt like if i turned away for a second I'd be like what's going on with this I'm like why am I? It, I think it i like the concept but it just did it too much i think yeah but I like the way you, I, I like the, the the fuse metaphor. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah, but yeah, I just thought there was just too much going on, and you need to come out some of the characters. I think. I think what I really like about this movie too, and maybe it's made in a in a in a bad time period too, because like of course it's like the time period. This is oh, this it's is like it's Harlem, civil right? rights and everything. Yeah. So it's it's Harlem in the seventies, and it's a rough time. But I think the, what ends up happening with this movie coming out is it gets kind of. Stuck in the black exploitation genre, yeah. which it's not a black exploitation. That's how it was my one of my yeah. questions was: Is this a black exploitation? I don't think it black is. exploitation is usually like when it's like a, it's as exaggerated. Yeah, it's exact. It's like basically your Dolomite or Shaft. Yeah, like yeah. Basically but like I feel a, like this. This looks is a, like I don't want to say looks like it comes across like it was going to be a. Black this is well, that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like the time period, it's Harlem. It's 1970s. It's a predominantly black cast. Yeah. So it's like it's easy for it to get stuck in the black exploitation genre mm-hmm. and look like a black exploitation movie, yeah. but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's because there's no exaggeration going on. It's like a it's a more of like a police procedural. Yeah. In crime elements, because you got basically if it was a black exploitation, I feel like it would be heavy. Like you said, heavy it'd be on like the, coffee or Foxy Brown. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like or, basically like an action hero. Yeah. And like, there's what two action scenes in this whole movie. Yeah, and that's well, or three action scenes yeah. in this whole movie. And black exploitation, I guess, kind of started. It's from what I pulled up. It's like nineteen seventy ish. Yeah, and then so it falls like Shaft is seventy one, I think, or mm-hmm. maybe yeah, seventy one. It looks like, and so like it kind of looks like it would fall into that category. Yeah, like um, I feel like the cover of uh, the actual like, or like the album I have looks like it could be a black exploitation. Yeah. I feel like the Kurt is it not Curtis Mayfield who does the uh, the track? I can't. Oh, um, Bobby Wilmack. Yeah. Bobby Wilmack. Um, that comes off like it could be like a like, like the, a Pam Greer like the theme type song. Theme yeah. song, yeah, 
And then when it started, it's totally nothing like that whatsoever. No, it, and it's not. Um, I kind of like that, to be honest. What? I kind of like how it's it feels like a black exploitation, but it isn't. I don't think it feels like one. It's at like all. a real. Yeah, it's just a more. It's more of a realistic movie. There's, yeah, it's not. And I dig. I mean, it's not fantasy crime that yeah. a lot of black exploitation movies kind of fall into that category. I mean, I feel like you guys know me. I dig like realistic crime movies like this. So yeah. this is like right up my alley. I just wish, like I said, I have no, no problem with it. I just wish more to happened. And my expectations were so high before we started it yeah. because of the cast and the song. And I know people like this movie. I just, I felt like I just watched an hour in the middle of people just talking back and forth and nothing really happening. Um, yeah, I think what I really like about this movie is I feel that, the, the okay, honestly, the character that stands out the most to me is the character that Paul Benjamin plays. Yeah, that guy was, yeah. He kills it. And there is like this great monologue he gets to give to his oh, uh, yeah, girlfriend yeah and he and she's like basically trying to talk him out of the life he's trying to live mm-hmm. and he's like look i'm and he says i'm gonna i'm gonna botch this but he says like I'm an, I'm an ex-con i'm black i don't I've have a 45 years old yeah. and i've got a medical issue yeah he's like who the hell's gonna hire me and it's just like and it's just so kind of it's gut-wrenching gut-wrenching like, oh yeah. Yeah, and he, it's like the best monologue to just really just set a character. Like, he's like, tone. I have a education. All I'm good for is basically like, like throwing a pickaxe and or you know basically swinging a pickaxe, which is insinuating like a chain gang essentially. Yeah, and like manual labor basically. Yeah, and just like yeah, it's kind of rough. And he, I think he has the two best scenes in the movie because he has that scene, and then he has the scene where he's with his girl at the end. Oh and yeah, he's talking dude. about his farm. Yep, and yeah. it's a really sweet moment. Like I it's really ki- feel it kind of gets to a point where I feel like at the end you really want him to just get away because his him and the other um, the second guy. Yeah, he. Who, the, I don't know um, who's the second guy. Logart, I think is the. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't say his name yet, uh, but it comes off like yeah, with that whole like him talking to his girl and you're like, oh man, maybe he's not that bad of a guy. Maybe they're gonna make a yeah. life of something. And then five minutes later, she gets shot in the head, and you're like. Yeah. That that whole scene is gut wrenching, yeah. and I wish that would have been more in the movie. It's, it's, I re- it's tough because like you feel so much for him, but there, there's really no turning back from him after he gunned down. I mean, he gunned down mafia people, but then he yeah. killed two cops. See, in, and you know what I process. hate about that? I hate that it's like it's like movie, it's like movie logic where they're like the audience is going to hate him now. Yeah, and it's just like honestly, if he got away. I'd be kind of fine with it I'd at the already, end. I'd be kind of if he got too. into a car and he got out of Harlem at the end, yeah. and that was the end of the movie. I would be okay with that. I'd be totally right. Like I kind of hate watching, and it's it's it, you know it is it's older movies for yeah. sure because they have this like movie code that audiences won't like um, uh, sad endings. They, yeah, they won't like it if like if a character goes past like that moral compass. Yeah, like you it's know, like he, oh he killed a dog. Like, he's he's got to die. He's got to die now. Mm-hmm. And it's like no, I'd be fine with him getting away at the yeah. end with all the money. Although he did give like, this the, the money to the kids at the yeah the he playground. did. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, cool. had I been invested in the rest of the movie with this last 15 minutes when he is like his girl's gone, he's blowing everybody away. Like I've been like, oh man, poor guy. But I yeah. just feel like I could there. Okay. There's too many characters that got people mixed up and there wasn't enough characteristic qualities to these characters to stand out. I felt like. It yeah, I, I wish like, Yafet Koto. I'm a huge Yafet Koto fan. I think he's awesome. I, th- he's, I love him in he does everything. Nothing I, do, in this movie. I think he's awesome in this movie but the the police uh thread line of this movie is probably the weakest part of the movie yeah i yeah. feel like he doesn't have that much to do if you ever watch yeah. homicide 
No, I haven't. He's awesome in yeah. Homicide. And honestly, that's what I felt the entire time I watched this. I felt like whenever he this was in like, the scene, it was Homicide. Yeah. yeah. It was Homicide before it became, like, was he, like, chief in Homicide? Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, uh, speaking of Homicide, we watched an episode of Homicide back in college. Yes, we did. It, it was, was with, the, um, who's the guy? Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah. Yeah, the, it was the about a subway. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Homicide's a cool show. Yeah, but like, right. I wish Yafikoto had more to do in this movie. When and you, I wish like there was more like just kind of like the power struggle between the race relation. You yeah, know. and I would kind of get rid of some of the. Sometimes there's the mob story. Yeah, it, it's like too much. Sorry, I think the mob story is probably the weakest part. Yeah, the Although, mob story is the weakest. Like oh, when he's chasing, who's the second guy's name? It's Joe Logart. Is okay the, when they're chasing Joe. That's, Logart. That whole scene is awesome. I hate that. Oh really? Which, I hate. Remind it. me. What they're is chasing this? him through the construction area. Yeah. And he's like hiding and he pushes that and one And they guy. hang him upside down. Oh, and yeah. And he, d- he doesn't actually die when they drop it's just, him. Yeah. It's like this that chase scene. That's what I asked Matt. I was oh, like, did yeah. he actually die? There's this chase scene that happens and it's it's a boring chase scene. It, yeah. And it just fills up like I feel like, I swear, it feels like it's like 10 minutes long. I think it's pretty and awesome. And it's like, okay, I'd rather see Anthony Quinn and Fakoto just right. butt heads than yeah. watch 10 minutes of like a chase scene that's not very, um, yeah, or, enthralling. Yeah. Well, let me um, ask you. So for this scene... Uh, this is a question uh, we've already answered. We'll answer ours after you answer yours. <laughs> okay. Uh, so say, okay, there's a scene where they go to the top of the construction building. Yeah. They hang this guy out by his ankles on a rope mm-hmm. off the building, and they're asking him a question. And It's that it's that clip from uh, Robocop. You think you can fly, Bobby? Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> and so say you were in this situation. You're being hung upside down, and they are asking you this question. How do you get out of this situation? Because if you answer it, they're probably going to drop you. If you don't answer it, they're probably going to drop you. So what is your best oh, way of getting wow. out of this? So I have my scenario. Matt has his. What would you do to try to get out of this? I got these cheeseburgers, man. That's solid. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them up. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, mine would be, um, all right, I'll tell you. That's tough. I'm actually if not we, really Once sure. we go all the way downstairs and you untie me. Oh, okay. So that'd yeah. be mine. Yeah. Matt had a really good one. Matt, and what's yours? And they're like, we'll meet you down there. Snap. Oh, oh nice. That's kind of, that's yeah. wicked. That, that's totally what Nick DeSalvio would say. Yeah. Race you there. Cause he, cause, yeah, because he does the, he's like, uh, was it? take a look at the pretty view. Yeah. And it's like, we'll see you down there. Boy, yeah, ready for this. Go. I like how you do like the. And then you say, I will. Bye. Losers. All right, Matt, how would you do it? Matt's is very clever. Oh, uh, I would definitely act like I passed out from the heights. Oh. And then I, I would I would purposely not wake up until they like they it's like, me it's, down. It's like put it, playing uh going into the fetal position when there's like a bear. You like yeah. go to sleep. Since it's a construction site, <laughs> I would not wake up until Monday morning when everybody came in for work. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, boss, I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that one's tough. I'm not really sure what... what, what no, you want them with cheeseburgers. Yeah, cheeseburgers. So I want to go, all right, where's this cheeseburgers? And yeah. like, I don't got them. And we're like, what's over there? And then I run away. Cool, solid. You're hung upside down. Uh, no, they, <laughs> they, no they love, they've already let me go because of the cheeseburgers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to get the cheeseburgers for the man. Well, there yours you is obviously the most realistic. <laughs> <laughs> and we applaud you. <laughs> no, I, I do like that scene a lot. I, I agree it's like a little boring, but the... Um, the cinematography is. I was trying to figure out like they're actually hanging them over like 
a five story or whatever. Oh, if like the set was upside down, right? Like yeah, from yeah, the they, yeah, these <laughs> yeah. And they, oh, they got He's standing on a pole that looks like rope. They got, <laughs> they, they got, they got several pairs of sticky shoes, and then, and then only Joe Larger is the one that's Director, standing. can we stop? The blood's rushing to all of our heads. <laughs> We're all falling asleep right now. These, this scene costs. I'm fine. <laughs> Seventy-five million dollars. <laughs> no, I just dig. I like the, I like the, the lights shifting around. Mm. It's total. You know, darkness, yeah. basically. I think it's pretty It's cool. a good-looking shot. Okay, so Chris, you didn't like this movie, which means it probably got like an A- minus on your scale. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't like this movie. So after I've watched it, you said you didn't have any expectations, which was no, really, I had, which was I a really expect, boring answer. No, that's answer. not what I said. Yeah. That's not what I said at all. Yeah, you did. I, I said, said what I were your expecta- expectations? What were your expectations? What'd I you thought expect? it was be a cool movie. Oh man! That, oh wow! That wow! Wow! Really killed it. <laughs> it really film analysis. I thought it was be a really cool, engaging movie, and it just wasn't. What, okay. So let me ask you this then: After if you ask me what wasn't engaging, and I have to tell you again, I didn't like the movie. Why didn't you like the movie? <laughs> <laughs> no. What would you have rather seen in this movie after watched it? A like, story. Like, I guess if you knew the plot was the three robbers rip off basically the mob, what would you like to see? Yeah, like, the, how would you like to same see same plot, same plot, but what would you rather have seen in this more movie? More focus on like on the police or like more focus on the robbers running away? Would you like to see him actually get away? Are you giving them like an A, B, C I'm literally, I'm literally, I'm literally, I'm literally creating a choose-your-own-adventure. Uh, it sounds great. Okay, so what would you what rather What page would movie? you turn to, Chris? There are other movies that have done this better. And I'm not saying they're better, well-made movies, but they tell the story better. SWAT? I, I didn't think of SWAT. I totally did. <laughs> did you? Yeah, because SWAT's kind of like that. Well, SWAT almost was kind of like that, where they're all going to million through. dollars for whoever can yeah. get me out of here. We talked about this on the podcast, I know, yeah. where how awesome that movie could have been. Yeah. Another cool movie, where it's kind of like this plot, is Smoking Aces. Oh, where you got thirteen different characters after one character. Yeah. Oh. But the difference between Smoking Aces is, I feel like I'm interested in these characters. That is a movie with way too many characters. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But I feel like with each character, though, I'm interested in them. And I feel like with these characters, I couldn't tell you a single characteristic about them. So therefore, I don't care about them. Therefore, I'm also, not engaged. Like, are you saying that you would rather see Smoking Aces to a movie? Um, that was good. Where yeah, like bad one. where everybody like <laughs> knows that these three guys have three hundred thousand dollars and that everybody else would be going after them. And I feel like they're kind no, of no, but I that's a like cool idea. I feel like they're kind of going Not that way one. with the uh, when Joe, the second guy who dies, uh, when he's like in the cab, and then the guy gets on the radio dispatch and is like. Hey, I'm like done for the night or whatever. Yeah. It was my last yeah. shift. Yeah. The Uber driver. Yeah, and, and I like, felt like yeah, he like did. He, was he on the payroll of of the mafia? I don't know. This is kind of confusing. Like, See, I felt like that was like a cool thing where he saw the bag and he's like, okay, he's like, he he's like a what cool he's there. like a mafia agent or something like that, like undercover. Sleeper, taxi. There's a sleeper cell. Yeah, in sleeper the, in, cell. They own the taxi company. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. So, what would you what, like? Oh, man, you, if you, you asked me if I liked it again, because your answers are so like you're just like characters. <laughs> like, I'm one sentence summary. What's a speci- give me a specific question. I give you a specific answer. I'm giving you a specific. What's one. a specific okay, question? Okay, what would you like as far as the movie's obviously obviously got a message? It's trying to say got at it. the end of it, right? Yeah. And it it says it. I think maybe that's the reason why I didn't like the ending because it says this message it's throughout the whole movie. Yeah. That by the time we get to the end, it's like no, yeah, I, I got, got it. God, I, I just got watched it, it for yeah. ninety, or I watched it for a hundred minutes. Got it. Um, so what didn't you like about <laughs> what, so what did you not like about this movie uh, no so like with the like their relationship okay. is there something you would like to see something different with Yafet Koto and yeah F-E-Koto? like an actual relationship I just feel like 
I just I feel like I said the characters aren't there, therefore there's no there's no I'm not relating to them. I don't care to hear them speak because I'm not into them. Um, if the movie would have been more focused on those two and then building that relationship, then I would have been more engaged. Okay. What? Who do you like to see uh, have more screen time? Like the robbers or... <laughs> you know what this sounds like? What? It sounds like you and me are like bad cop, good cop. Yeah. And Chris is our suspect. And we're just yeah. like um, trying yeah. to figure out every way we could possibly get an <laughs> yeah. answer out of him. Like... <laughs> I'm a different kind of cop. So where were you I'm a, last I'm a, night at I'm, midnight? I'm a movie cop. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's, wait, who's Yafit Koto out of the bunch? Uh, I don't know. You, that, means, that means the other one's racist. If you're if oh, Yafit Koto, the other one's racist. <laughs> what was your question, Hanzo? Uh, like who would, who? So we have like the three storylines in this movie. Basically, you got mafia, the robbers, and then the cops. Who would you like to have like be the primary focus since it kind of like divvies up the time throughout the movie where it's kind of like unevenly split? I feel like it can be an even split between all three. I just feel like this one didn't have... And it what didn't we, spend enough time with each one to... I mean, it doesn't make any sense. You uh, literally just said it was an even I did, split. I said it was even, then I was like... Um, I don't know. I just didn't feel like... Which did you find more interesting? Um, that will answer my question. Like, okay, that is a very good that question. That will answer my question. I thought the more engaging one was probably the robbers. Okay. Yeah. So you want to see more robber yeah. side. I get. I mean, from what was given to me from this movie, yes. If the cops were... I kind of like this new <laughs> podcast idea where it's like... I don't. Movie, movie oh, interrogation. Where I give you the same answer 35 times. Yeah. Well, it's like I'm just I trying already to... Said what, kind of, what characters did you like? That's basically, what characters that's, did you not that's like? That's basically <laughs> what the cops... The cops... The cops... That's what they do. They That's their interrogation style. They keep asking until the, the person breaks. Until the yeah. person and says... And make you break. Oh, you make me break until yeah. the exact like same thing. Like a Kit Kat bar. Classic. <laughs> so, what... Uh, no, Matt, I'm done with you. you. <laughs> do you want to talk to me? Hi, I'm the nice guy. I'm going back to Hanzo. I'm the Yafik Koto of the bunch. Hanzo, give me an adult question. Oh, what? <laughs> give me a real question. Well, and that was another thing, too. I felt like the scenery was kind of boring. So, like... Yeah, it's all, like... Well, I feel like the there's color... There's no, like, you don't well, have it has any... to be Harlem because yeah. the movie's yeah. called Across the Hundred. But I feel like it's You never have, like, like, a sense of, like... You never have a sense of geography as far as, like, what buildings yeah. that people and are I in. I feel like shot changes, too, like... It keeps that same like dirty tone. Yeah, what if I like the was, dirty tone a lot. I don't what mind if, it, but I don't distinct. If you're gonna follow three different groups, yeah. give me three different contrasts. Hey, real <laughs> quick, Chris, uh, my partner has a question. Oh, okay. I have a question. Go ahead. What, what if like uh, you had on like what if the mafia they showed more of the inner? It's workings. already a joke question. Go ahead. Joke. No, just okay. pay attention. No, my partner's talking right if now. If you cut so. me off, I forget what I'm talking about. And then I have I, to come in I and kill, answer. It's a struggle to get the not the question out of the idea. I don't know. Um, what, no, what I'm getting at is like, what if they saw something where it was uh, the mafia having to work with the Harlem gang, and right. it was like, so you see more of that, like that the interaction, duo, like bringing a character that would be like, I feel like, do you get I what I'm like, saying? Yeah, but I feel like the rest of this podcast is gonna be like, would you have liked it? It, if- it already <laughs> is. So just accept it. We like this movie, obviously. Yeah. You didn't, so it's going to be us interrogating you. To I know, but out. I feel like you're going to get to the point where, like, would you have liked it if this... Hey, mo- hey calm hey, down. Would you hey, have calm liked down. It- We're asking the questions here. Would you have liked it if this movie was Aliens? Yes, I would have. Okay, would you liked kinda- it if it was Braveheart? <laughs> yes, I would have. Well, you're not seeing Braveheart. Change. Yes, what, I have. What, what, what grade did you give it? Um, I would grade this uh, D+. Plus. Oh, wow. Okay, that's pretty. That's that's a pretty honest like grading. Yeah, I think it's... 
But then 80% of Rotten Tomatoes, I was pretty shocked. I think it's just I think okay. They sh- I think uh, in the end, they should have eliminated... It's like either they should have just eliminated the cops and have them as like tertiary characters. Yeah. And then have it focus on the mobsters, like the, the two sides clashing while also trying to go up the robbers. Yeah. Or just make the, the mobsters just like unnamed goons that mm-hmm. the cops have to fight along the way or okay. the robbers along the way or whatever. They could have easily made it like a cool ass like warriors style movie yeah which would have been awesome that would have been cool more kind of like more action but yeah i agree it's a little slower it's a slower movie mm-hmm. i picked a slower movie I'm yeah sorry. no you're fine hey it's okay i'll pick something a little bit more exciting next next no, time you're good hey yeah, stop, I'll, stop. I'll go torque level or uh or deep star six level uh, um stick with torque nope deep star six wasn't deep, deep star six pretty rough no it's no it was pretty funny yeah is it okay? Yeah, I we talked being... about the Miguel Ferrer meter. I remember that. That's yeah. the only part I remember from that. But, but uh, yeah, I agree. Okay. I, I agree that you might not like it because the but, pacing, and it could yeah. be more exciting as a like more action oriented yeah. yeah. crime movie. I just wish, yeah, and um, I think it's well done. I just wish the story would have been a little bit tighter. Yeah. That's all. Cool. So, what would you have graded it? A minus. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. like this movie a lot. Okay. Uh, B. Give it a B. I. It's the ending kind of ruins it for me, and uh. I agree that there should be more characterization going on. I wish there was more with, like I said, Anthony Quinn and Yafet Kodo. Uh, I would probably eliminated a good chunk of the mafia story because the yeah. mafia stuff is the slowest I guess especially stuff. like the beginning it's where just, it's like... A lot of the scenes are the same. Yeah. Where it's just the mafia is like, we got to get him. Where is he at? They're like, oh, this person. We got... Like, they almost, Dude, that like, happened so many yeah. times in this movie. Yeah, and it, it was almost like the mafia was more of like the police story right. because they were literally following the, the clues to Dude, get to the people. You like, they were, I mean? inter- yeah. they were straight up interrogating, torturing people, like, trying to yeah. find the whereabouts. It's like, like they cut the cop story in half and they say, okay, the cops are going to be over here and the mafia's going to yeah, be here. Yeah. And the, ma- the mafia's going to take the detective story route and the cops are just going to be fo- like be there following them. Yeah. I mean, they come across the cops a couple times in the in the movie, but I thought the most interesting character is probably the Doc, the Harlem boss. Yeah. I wish they would have showed more of his interaction with like Anthony Quinn. I, I wish there was yeah. a good... They, they showed everything in like a five-minute chunk. Yeah. I, I think what I need is I need a really good scene between Yafat Koto and Anthony Quinn where it's just like either button heads. I'll tell you what. One thing I did like that I just uh, thought about was the scene where... One of the robbers is in like that bar with all. I, I don't want to say that's the strip club. That's the, that, that was the yeah. It's the was it Mrs. Jackson's uh, husband? Okay, um, that scene is intense. I think that's a really good intense. scene. Yeah, it turns out they castrated him. Oh, is that what ended up happening? Yeah, because the, yeah. They, they take him away and it's like a weird jump cut where he's in the ambulance. Yeah, it was cost. a weird jump cut. But uh, Joe Logart, the guy who gets uh, on the top of the building, he gets dropped off. Yeah. Uh, he basically overhears two cops like, oh, man, they castrated him. And then okay, he goes to that, talk with um, Paul Benjamin. Okay. He's basically saying, like, hey, the mafia is, like, after us. They got him, and they, like, cut his balls off. I wondered why he died, because they kind of beat the crap out of him. And like, yeah. You're like, he's going to need a, a plasma transfer. And I was like, why do you need was like, What's yeah. going on? Yeah. I definitely want sense. more of the Paul Benjamin story in this movie, too. Where, it's uh, awesome. He acts his ass off, which yeah. is great. He take, it's his movie. Yeah. that that Honestly, if I... To answer your question that you asked me, that's how I'd make this movie better. Make him the main character. Definitely. Yeah. And then you could still tell the story the I, same way. Just it's make him the main character. I think what drives me nuts, too, in these kind of movies is when people like steal a huge payday yeah. and they just stick around. It drives me crazy. Like, what do you mean? like, where it's like these guys just stole like 
three hundred thousand dollars, and oh, they're all like right, literally yeah. just going back to their normal lives. But I think and this like, only takes yeah. place. If I stole this much money from anybody, I'd be getting the hell right. out of. But town. I think this is supposed to take place in the span of twenty four hours. Yeah, but it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, you, you plan just, to do yeah, it. I mean, yeah. they were have, wearing have an exit exit plan. Basically, yeah, they were wearing police uniforms. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they they plan that aspect. Yeah. They can yeah. plan the getaway to get out of the out of Harlem. Yeah, you know. Oh, I wouldn't man. stick around in Harlem if. I just did that, but that is <laughs> that is across. And there goes your movie. <laughs> That's across 110th Street. Hanzo gave it an A minus. Yeah, about. Matt gave it a B. B, and I give it a D plus. That's gonna wrap up our Black History Month. Next month is martial arts uh, coming back for a second time. Hanzo's gonna start us off with Passenger 57 because he you. would like to. <laughs> I'm using the F word, you fucker. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, we all have our picks already narrowed down, and we are going to tell you what they are. Um, who's starting off? Who's the first? Oh, Matt was. Matt, what's your pick uh, for martial arts? Enter the Dragon. Which yeah. I feel like is the... Um, I swear to God, if you give that movie the same uh, amount of work as Across 110th Street... It's the same amount of work? What do you mean? Like the... You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. Why'd you... <laughs> the, the, choose, the choose your own adventure answers. Oh, Okay. No, I know, I know End of the Dragon's a good movie. Well, dude, so. This is a movie I this haven't seen badass. since the 90s when I was a kid, but we had it on videotape. We used to watch the hell out of it. We did. It's yeah. badass. Yeah, there's some uh, good trivia for this movie. Is there? Yeah. So I mean, prepare yourself. Hanta's following up with... The Street Fighter starring Sonny Chiba. You saw him in Kill Bill 1 as Hattori Hanzo. And I have not watched... I've seen this movie once or twice. It's been a long time since I've seen him. Uh, I remember it was pretty brutal, though. Um, one of the more very, brutal... Very, very brutal. I have never seen Street Fighter. It's very it's good. brutal. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Um, and then my pick will be um, Kung Fu Hustle. I was gonna say, did you forget for? A I did. <laughs> I was gonna say, enter the Kung Fu, and I was like, that's not it. Enter the fist. Um, Kung Fu Hustle will be my pick. Uh, Matt hasn't seen that one either. I don't believe. No, I haven't. I would love to watch this. I think with you together. Yeah, yeah. I think this. It's is... uh, it's very fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Just to put it in mind, I know you've been kind of uh, skeptical about it. Um, Bill Murray loves this movie. So if that tells you anything, yeah, I guess I was skeptical. It was like when I came when it came out when I was a, yeah. a kid. It was the oh, goofiest dude, damn dude, thing. Dude, I'm, like, I'm right what? there with you. Yeah. I thought it looked like trash. Yeah, and it's 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 essentially how I felt about Shaun of the Dead when I saw the trailer for that. I thought it looked like trash, and oh, basically okay. the outcomes for those both movies are the same. Yeah, really. Whereas like genuinely surprised, like this is awesome. Yeah, and like I got to a point where I heard so many good things about it, I just never got around to seeing it. So. Cool. So there we go. That's the layout for March. Um, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you have any requests, please let us know. Uh, hit us up on Facebook or email us at cinemacultpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.